and welcome to episode four of the Geek Feed podcast. Today we're going to be breaking down the latest episode of Star Trek Discovery titled Such Sweet Sorrow. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Travis, and joining me again today, as always, in the co-pilot's chair is Rich. Good morning, Travis. Good morning. So, like we do each week, we're going to kick off uh, with the news that's happening this week. And first thing on the list is movies. So, today, officially, Hellboy uh, came out in theaters. Technically, it came out last night, but... Hellboy. Yeah. You you aren't familiar with it? I hadn't heard anything about a new movie coming out. Yeah, it's uh, not Ron Perlman and Del Toro anymore. It's, uh, mm, But that's probably for the best. Ouch, those are fighting words, man. <laughs> I mean, Ron Perlman is Hellboy. And so David Harbour, I like him. He's from Stranger Things. He's the one actually playing Hellboy. But from what I've seen in a lot of comments, it seems like people are saying that uh, it's like someone tried to cosplay as Ron Perlman and okay, Hellboy. I, I do like Ron Perlman as a Hellboy. Definitely, they should have kept him. But as far as the flow of the movie, I'm glad they chose somebody else to uh, direct it. I'm not super excited for it. The trailers, I don't know. I just, I'm not feeling it, but I'm, I'm still going to go see it, I'm sure. Um, some of the reviews have said it's like a, a death metal poster made into a movie. That is super gory and over the top. So gory, huh? yeah, like hmm. gratuitous Sounds with the good. gore. So that's that's coming out uh, today. And uh, we also have after little, and then missing link is the animated series about uh, the Bigfoot that has an all star cast with like Hugh Jackman and stuff like that. I thought you were having a stroke after little. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. No, those are other movies that are coming out today. So, uh, like I said, missing link is the animated one that they've really been pushing that has the all-star cast. Uh, But that's all the movies that are coming out uh, today. Uh, I do have some updates on conventions also. I'm not going to get into the full list because there were quite a few of them. But uh, since the last episode, we did get some updates that Summer Glau from Firefly uh, is going to be attending the Dallas Comic-Con coming up in May. And we also have Ryan Hurst being added, and he's from Sons of uh, Anarchy and Walking Dead. So um, those are the two updates on that. The big one, though, is Star Wars Celebration that's going on right now through Monday. Um, And there's, you know, of course it's all Star Wars stuff, but the big announcements that I think people are anticipating are uh, today at the Star Wars panel, they're expecting either a trailer to drop, even if it's just a teaser, or they're expecting at least, at minimum, hopefully the the title of Episode Nine to be announced at uh, today's panel. So that's a big one. Also, EA has a new game that's upcoming called Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, we've seen a poster come out with it. We've got the title. And Saturday, they're going to have a panel where we think we're going to get more details about that as far as what's the gameplay going to be like. It appears to be a dark, almost like a... Uh, a single player rogue Jedi is what it kind of has the vibe of. So I don't know if that's exactly what it's going to be, but that's what people are kind of getting the idea of. So I'm kind of sick of Star Wars games. Man, if if they get back to how they were, you know, 10, 15 years ago in the heyday, I mean, there was some really good stuff out there. Uh, like the Xbox, the original Xbox, there, there were several games on there that were just amazing so uh with ea doing it i don't have super high hopes but 
who knows? It's uh, probably going to be a single-player campaign, possibly some multiplayer aspect as well. But that's on Saturday that we're expecting to get those details. And then to wrap things up in the news section, we have the gaming section. Uh, Nintendo, if you have a Switch, they're having their blockbuster sale uh, going on now with games up to, I believe, 50 or 60% off on some of these titles. So we've got things like Super Mario Odyssey, Elder Scrolls, Mario and Rabbids, uh, The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Did you say GameStop? No, Nintendo oh, good. is having this sale. Um, I don't like GameStop. <laughs> uh, but we've got you know Xenoblade, Crash Bandicoot, Diablo, Octopath, Dark Souls Remastered, Doom. A lot of really good games that are going to be heard on Octopath sale. Octopath is coming to the PC. Yeah, but you need to just get a Switch. The yeah. Switch is the game console that you should have. I heard Kotaku got bought by somebody. Really? Was this recently? Yeah, just yesterday or something. Okay. Well, I'll have to check on that and then if find something, put up an article on the the website. So, I we there's also like a new site that replaces Kotaku. It's called Exclusively Gaming. I actually have a friend who works there. Really? Yeah. And it it's much like Kotaku without all the ads. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, we'll have to check into that. And like I said, if you've got a friend that's working there, then maybe we can get some inside scoop or something. That'd be cool. Um, also, today, Nintendo has their Labo VR coming out. So this is the, the cardboard build-it-yourself VR kit for the Switch. I thought that was out already. No, it, it's just hitting today. And uh, there's been a lot of people on YouTube showing reviews and stuff of it, but it's just they've got pre-release copies to... I've been seeing it for months. Okay. Are you talking about the VR specifically? Because the cardboard stuff. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about VR specifically. Okay. This is a VR headset that... Oh. Um, for the Switch. And so games like Breath of the Wild are supposed to be playable in VR. And so the the main downside to this is, one, the Switch is big and heavy. It's not like your your cell phone or something. And so you can't just strap that to your head especially with a cardboard, you know, kit. So all of the stuff has to be handheld. So like you're you're physically holding it to your face. Oh. And they've got one that looks like a, a gun of some sort uh, that you can actually, oh. you know, hold and pistol grip type in a pump shotgun style uh, action to where you can actually point and shoot. It looks goofy. And people say, though, that it is actually really good. Like, despite it being cheap and not being head-mounted, that it actually pulls it off really well. So, uh, I might have to try and pick it up. I don't know. Let's, hmm. I just feel like, why am I paying all this money for cardboard? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, last on my list is the Konami Arcade Classics uh, come out tomorrow, the 13th. And that's going to be on PS4, Xbox One, the Switch, and on PC. So that's all I have for news this week. Uh, let's get into the main topic, which is going to be the latest episode of Discovery, Such Sweet Sorrow. And hey, Just a second before we start that. Uh-huh. Did you happen to watch a new Twilight Zone episode last night? I haven't. After watching that first one, I, I just... Uh, just to let the audience know, I gave it a shot. But I turned it off after five minutes. I was like, never mind. I, I'm done with this. Um. It was well, just, you made it further than I did. Hmm. I'm, all, I'm all for giving a show a shot, but uh, 
when my time is so limited, like if it doesn't immediately hook me and pull me in, I can't keep wasting my time on it. So um, that's one that I probably won't watch too much of. Yeah. From this moment on, there will be spoilers, so be forewarned. Black alert. Black alert. And again, as we do each time, let's start off with thumbs up or thumbs down. Oh, thumbs up. Definitely great episode, just like the past several episodes. Yeah. Again, thumbs up for me as well. Uh, I, like I said, I think this whole whole season it's, has yeah, been... Top notch. Yeah. Way better than the previous season, so... I think this story arc is a lot more interesting than the Klingon was for me. So, um, is there anything in particular that uh, you want to start off with, or we just want to run down like we've been doing? Well, we start off that we referenced in last what happened last time. You know that little sh- short section before the episode. Mm-hmm. They referenced the short. Yeah, I noticed that. Which I, was, it made me think: was I confused in that that was? From the short trek, or was that actually in an episode? Because I, it seems odd that they would reference something that you had to watch the extra material it in does. order to. So, I was like, "You're not allowed to do that," but they did it. I guess it makes sense though, because they needed some backstory as to how Tilly knew who this person was and stuff like that. So they had to kind of recap and say, "Hey, in case you missed it, this is what's going on." So, um, but the show starts off with uh, Sarek. Like on a beach, meditating. And yeah, I, is he doing like that subspace telepathy thing again? Like he the, uh, the thing that I thought we got rid of. Yeah, yeah, it looked like it. So he's sensing that something's up with Barnum, and his wife brings him a hot bowl of smoke, something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what what that was. And they even panned to it, so it was important. But I just don't know why. Maybe it's a callback to something in a previous. You know, like in the original series or something. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of uh, a noob. Like, I've watched Trek my whole life, but, like, I'm not uh, super hip on everything that happened in every episode. So maybe it's a, a callback to something. I don't know. Um, but then it cuts to where it shows that Control has blocked the transmissions. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand it. They were able to notify Enterprise. But then after it, that, like, it, they can't tell the rest. He says that they know about Enterprise, and yet there's no suggestion to suggest that they did contact Enterprise. They well, should have been blocked off from contacting Enterprise. Enterprise was nowhere close. I don't even know how they got there. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it, with the end of the last episode, they were saying contact Enterprise. And in this one, the Enterprise was already there. And they said that... I had to go back and watch the end of the last episode because I was so confused. They, they show a map showing all the Section 31 ships. And then um, they even have an icon for Discovery. There's certainly no icon for the Enterprise. That means that they were nowhere near them. And yet they somehow got them before all the Section 31 ships. Yeah, that's kind of convenient. That It's a plot hole. The super advanced... Section 31 ships couldn't get there faster than the Enterprise. Yeah, and they were already on the map. Yeah, so... I could never tell how far away they were. They just kept saying they were just... They were closing in. Yeah. But how far away? I don't know. But, again, like I said, it just it was very jarring because just all of a sudden the Enterprise is there, but communication's been shut down. So all they can do is communicate from ship to ship. It's like if Control had all this power, why would they just not even disable that? Like, I don't know. It just seems 
I didn't know what was going on. I thought they were boarding a Section 131 ship or something. Because I was like, that can't be the Enterprise. Well, and yet it was. Yeah, it was. And then they use... I don't know if this has been shown before, but I thought it was pretty cool the way they show the the transfer tunnels like yeah. shoot out and connect. I thought they always just teleported everybody, but now they're using tunnels. Yeah, they, they literally just have catwalks that they walk between ships at a leisure pace. Like, it, I don't know. It, it was interesting. And then um, when Burnham, you know, they're trying to get everything off. Everyone's grabbing their personal belongings, and they're trying to get off the Discovery. Burnham grabs the crystal to move it, and she gets a flash of the future, right? So that kind of implies that maybe everyone who's ever touched one of those, like Mud and her mom. I have a small problem with this, though. That they showed the wrong time crystal. She grabbed, she actually looked like she grabbed the broken one and not the new one. Uh, they did show the crystal. They looked different. The The second one he got looked like a bunch of actual crystals, while the first one from the time suit looked like a, a hand-sized blob or something. And that's the one that she grabbed this time, which made no sense to me. Maybe I'm looking, reading too much into it. Yeah, you're you're maybe too too detailed. Um, like if it's Star Wars, I can tell you which lightsaber. Like, oh, that's not his lightsaber. They just, you know, used a random one. But um, with but that the is crystals, the I don't too. know. Well, yeah, I'm just saying I, I didn't pick up on that it wasn't the same crystal. So, um, either way, she she gets the vision, and then uh, it cuts to them coming on board the Enterprise. And one of the main things that stood out to me was the sounds. Oh really? Yeah, the like all the original series kind of sounds from the doors opening and stuff. Like it was just instantaneous, like jarring. It did look gorgeous though. I don't know why the discovery doesn't look that good. Well, I mean, they're trying to mimic somewhat of the original series Enterprise look. In Discovery, they went darker, more like a submarine or military vessel versus the yeah, more. But, yeah, but what's the first thing they say to Captain Pike when he gets out back on the ship? The very first thing number one says was all systems are all major systems are back online and will have no more holograms ever. Yeah. Like how do those two correlate to each other? I think it was because of the control being able to manipulate people via hologram. Like they were trying to set up for in the future we never see hologram communications. It's always done with computer screens or whatever. And so it's like, how is it they had all this technology that they were using way back now, you know, during this time, but yet in Generation and all these others, we don't <laughs> see that. And I think that's what they're saying is that, hey, we're you were blanketing that we're not going to use. I mean, it was kind of funny, but so, still like, what? Um, and then they decide, or no, they decided last time they were going to self-destruct the ship. And so they're in the process of initiating the self-destruct, and it stops itself. Right, it fails, and then they decide, okay, let's torpedo it, and then the shields, you know, are up, and then we see Control Leland, not non Leland, show up and start shooting everyone in yeah, slow yeah. motion, and then of course we immediately know that this is a a vision. And yeah, so, but we didn't know when the vision had started. Yeah, it was deceptive of when, it, but then after it all ends and he shoots her in the face, like we realize that all of that 
the failing, everything was all. Oh, I stopped watching there. Did the, the, the Section 31 <laughs> not win? They looked like they won when I stopped watching. Yeah, you, you just assumed that was the end of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Burnham says, hey, look, this isn't going to work. She doesn't really give explanation that she saw a vision of it. Yeah. They she, just all take her word for yeah, it. Yeah, like, oh, well, you didn't tell us this for the last two hours that we've been planning this, you know. But now you're going to say this isn't going to work and we just go with it. That seems a little odd. Uh, but then they get the idea that, okay, I have to use the time crystal to tow the Enterprise. No, not the Enterprise. Tow the Discovery into the future away from control. And... I'm a little bit confused as how that is supposed to work. Well, again, first of all, we're refer- they did reference the other short by having the Discovery come alive and um, protect itself. That was what, the Calypso or something yes. like that? See, I didn't watch that one. Oh, wow. I should have. Yeah, you should. Um, but I had read that that happened in the Calypso, that they took it to the future or something like that. Yes. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I... I don't. Maybe it explains it in Calypso how they were using it to to tow it into the future, but they end up getting everyone back onto the discovery. Yeah, uh, I, which I was like, I was just thinking they don't have much time. Why aren't they getting back on the discovery? They need that ship to to fight the sections of the thirty one ships. And I was like, why aren't they getting on? And then they the next time they cut they're on the ship and I was like oh okay they are there they just weren't showing us that they were getting back on yeah so they kind of cut down the episode a little to speed up these things that ultimately made it a little confusing the um other thing that was confusing me is they said okay we're going to try and replicate this suit right they're going to try and rebuild from scratch the angel suit no they were just trying to refine the crystal to use it in the suit well did they the suit got pulled back with her mom they didn't have the suit they were talking about rebuilding oh. or re- replicating a suit from scratch what yeah they were talking about trying to get alloys and stuff from parts I thought of the they suit. had the suit i oh, know you're right no, they it, don't have it got suit. sucked back there's no way they could recreate this so here's where i was getting confused is they said we're going to rebuild the suit we can get the alloys from this place and this place or whatever and then it came down to Pike's like, okay, make it fit me. And then they're like, well, no, it's DNA encoded. Like, well, what's DNA encoded? How is it DNA encoded? I don't know. That's what's confusing to me is that why is it that if they're building it from scratch, why is it DNA encoded to the Burnhams? They also said that they had her mother had built the suit, which was a flat out lie. Um. I know for a fact humans could not have built the suit, and yet they're saying that they built one, and now they're going to build another one. It doesn't make sense. Well, somehow, if it's a plot point, uh, somehow, you know, that they just do it to a plot device, I guess I should say, uh, to push the story along. Somehow they replicate this suit, and it's going to be tied to Burnham. So you were right in the previous uh, thoughts that there still was two of them jumping. Like, they basically came out and said, hey, the doctor was wrong. We thought that this was her mom, but no, it really was her DNA. So there were two of them jumping all along. So, uh, Well, we'll get more into that in a minute, but um, I, I did not realize that they didn't have the suit. Talking about rebuilding it is 
Hogwash. <laughs> well, that's what they did. So, um, and then they have the issue of trying to power it. And I think Giorgio was kind of suggesting that we create a supernova, and everyone else was like, "Okay, like that's extreme." That like, was funny. Um, she no, had a lot of good jokes in this episode. <laughs> uh, so then they, uh, about that time, I think they they see another signal pop up, right? Um, I think that was a little bit later. Um, but they decided to jump. Now they decided to jump. Um, they were like, oh yeah, they did get the signal. They got the signal, got and, the it signal was, and it was, was by the to... planet uh, Zarya or something like that. That's where the, the girl, the queen from the yeah. short was the queen of. So, um, How convenient. And first of all, they said, oh, we'll just, we'll just wait for a signal because we believe in one that's going to show up. Uh, isn't that kind of like Bill and Ted rules? Like, oh, well, we're going to go back in time and put this key right here so that we can unlock the cage. I mean, that your your past, your future is depending on the fact that you live through this event, and yet you can't live through this event unless you get help from the future. So it it's kind of a little confusing. That's why our brains aren't capable of processing time travel. So then they jump to Zarya, and now all of a sudden it's okay to jump. I mean, they they'll jump to to build the time crystal, but they won't jump to save their lives. Yeah, and the ship. that is kind of weird that they they couldn't get away from Section Thirty One, but then they are still able to jump to this planet. So they jump though, and the Enterprise they have to travel. They have to travel. Normally, but we we know that we're surrounded by all these Section One Thirty One ships. How do they get out of there? Well, apparently Section Thirty One, you know, diverts also because okay. they still at the end of the episode end up showing up where they are. So they were encircled by the Section Thirty One ships. There's no escape, and yet, okay, we'll just move on, <laughs> accept it as a plot hole. Yeah. So they get there, and they. They talked to the queen. They're all talking, yeah. All these super smart women are all talking this way out of my league, and I can't follow up. And there's no men who, who can follow them. There's no men in the scene. I don't know what Dr. Samuels is, but the, it's clear that they're making the scene all about empowering women. I, I don't know if I'm going to offend anyone by saying this, but they... they uh, had this, all these women be super smart geniuses, and men are kind of cast aside as, like, not important. Well, I, I don't see that there's necessarily... I didn't catch any issue with that with that scene, so... Um, anyway, I, I was a little bit lost on what they were talking about doing to power. It was a bunch of techno babble, but... Yeah, uh, to confuse us, because there's no way they could do what they're trying to do. Yeah, and so, but they do say though that if they power it the way that they are talking about doing it, that it's going to cause burnout on the crystal. So it's a one-way trip, basically. Right? That's, yeah, that's, that's the what... gist of it. Is that they were going to use some sort of this weird organic-looking something cage? And... I, I've never seen it before in my life. I have no idea what we were looking at. Yeah, um, I don't know. It, and then somewhere in there. We also find out that Stamets and Hugh have they have a little quick scene where they say that 
Stamets is thinking of going off somewhere else, and Hugh's like, well, I'm going to go to the Enterprise. And so they kind of have their departure there. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, then Michael kind of... They find out it's a one-way trip, so Michael volunteers to go. Well, I mean, she was already the one that they are building the suit for. But yeah, she basically steps up and becomes a martyr, and we're like, yeah, I'm going to do this. Um, but... Here's where I'm a little confused. She's knowingly going to go into the future and and isolate herself, while everyone else, from my perspective, was knowingly going to die at the hands of Section Thirty One. Like you, yes, you saved the ship, but we we're all probably going to die here because all these ships are enclosing on us. I kind of felt like they didn't play that enough. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily known that they would die, but. Also, if the ship is out of, if it's gone, is Section 31 even going to be able to do anything at that point? There's like, still are, a is, pretty big threat even without that uh, additional information. Yeah, but I guess what I'm trying to get at is would it would Section 31, or it's not even Section 31, control, would control give up? Like if it's over, like there's no way that it's going to get that information, would it give up or would it continue to fight? Um, I have no reason to suggest why it would give up. You're, you're probably right. Uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a moot point anyway. Um, because we end up, we see Sarek and uh, her yeah, mom they, show they up. magically show up in the middle of all this chaos after they had jumped to t- Zarya. Yeah. And it must have just come down to Sarek knew through his vision of where they were going to be. But it's still... How they got there faster than anyone else. They jumped. Like, I don't know. It was odd. But they show up and they have their goodbye moment of, see ya, I'm going to be going into the future kind of thing. And then here's where I want to make a a long-range guess on what's going to happen here for season three. But we see basically all the main crew members say, you know what, we're sticking with you. We're going with you in the future. No reason not to. I so my prediction is going to be that season three is going to be all about the Discovery still, but they're jumping so far in the future that it's going to open up to where they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Now, the only thing that I think they still have to find a way for it to change is that um, because they left. I would like that to happen. They left Tyler behind, right? He's not going. So that leaves yeah, him to be got a, for Section you know, 31 show. And then the only one that is concerning me is Spock, because Spock is signed on to go with him. Something I think has to happen in this next episode where somehow he ends up back on the Enterprise. And then that would leave it to where everyone else on that ship goes to the future. And it's going to be like a Voyager type series, I think, at that point, where instead of being in a different quadrant, they're just in a severely... That would be a cool idea, but from the Calypso episode, we know that the ship gets... Uh, has no crew uh, in the future, so... Okay, well, maybe since I didn't see that, maybe that's... The chances are that nobody actually gets to go on this trip. Okay. Or at least maybe just Michael. Well, that would be very disappointing to me if that's how it goes, because it seemed like it would open up the door so much more if the core crew ends up way in the future. Then they can do whatever they want without offending anybody, because... Yeah, yeah. I was thinking the same thing. Um, And... 
Uh, the I think the show producer even came out and said that everything was going to be fixed by the end of this season. So that would also fix all that. If they so. cast Michael to the future, then yeah, that would fix it. But yeah. Um, okay. I'm well, I'm not sure if the rest of the crew goes with her, even though I would like to. I would like. Well, to obviously that. she she can't go by herself because then there wouldn't be a show. I mean, she's the the main character. Yeah, they better not just cast off Michael and say, "Well, <laughs> I don't think Star Trek can continue without her." Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. So that maybe my long range prediction's wrong. Uh, like I said, I didn't see Calypso. I guess I should have done my research. But I guess we we got the one episode left, so who knows what could happen in that episode. Well, you know, the last short referenced Harry Mudd, and he's the only character we have not seen this season. As crazy as it would be to show up in the season finale, I think we're going to see him. Really? <laughs> as crazy as it sounds. I don't know why else. I mean, I don't know. He's such a... They referenced all the other shorts so far. Yeah, but he's he's more of a comic relief, and I don't see them trying to put that into the finale. Speaking of comic relief, though, Giorgio was the comic relief in this episode. She she had so many jokes. She said, "Orange, really?" Yeah. When I mean, honestly, they look yellow to me, but I guess they were slightly orange. Okay. And what else was it that was, I mean, that that's kind of just a quick little, she seemed more, I don't know, not so aggressive. She seemed more lighthearted, but I didn't necessarily think she felt like a comic relief. Um, till oh, they, also, think, at the end, she said, uh, by the way, I'm tearing from the mirror. Oh, yeah. University is like, any winks? No, duh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, we caught on to that. Yeah. Um, Tilly, I still felt like, was still a comic relief. Because her interaction with the queen. Yeah. Even though she said, well, you're going to be a a great captain someday. Like, no, no, you're not. (laughs) It kind of led up uh, there towards the end. Pike's like, you know, I'm about to beam off. Uh, Someone's going to have to be captain. But he doesn't designate anyone. And they're like, we're going to get through this. And if we survive, we'll sort that out later. Yeah, I was like, what? Saru said he was commander, but not captain. So I don't know if what that that was saying he's captain or he's not captain. I don't know. I think it's going to end up being Saru. But if it's between Saru and Tilly, it's going to be Saru. Probably. Or maybe he was seemed like he was getting them ready to have another captain come on board. I didn't take it as that. I think he was more like because I think it's a one way trip for him. I don't think he was going to send someone else on board. I think it was y'all are going to have to sort this out amongst yourselves. Like someone has to be captain. So I, I still think it's going to be Saru. Um, but then you know they're still trying to to figure all this stuff out, and they're saying that the crystal's charging too slowly. Yeah, and then. so then they're saying if they take it out of this cage, some now some reason now it's going to cause everyone to have these hallucinations or visions. Yeah, and so even Jet the... Reno was like, "I got this. If I see some vision, so what?" And so they all leave, and she opens it up so it charges faster. She opens the hole, so to speak, to where more energy goes through it, and uh, she starts seeing visions. Even it happens really when... fast, though. I can't really yeah. make out too much. Yeah, I thought about pausing it, but it's so short. 
But and then uh, it ends with like the Section Thirty One ships starting to appear all around them. And was it Saru that says, "Let's prepare for battle"? Yeah. So clearly they're gonna have to battle a little before they can fire this. They don't even have a suit yet, so I don't even know what they're doing. They just have the time crystal. I think it's implied that the suit is made because Burnham looked like she was getting suited up. She didn't have on, I don't think, the angel suit. Yeah, she was even talking about the amazing technology that helps her protect her from all the elements. Yeah, she was watching, like, the training video her mom made. Yeah. Like, the this is how you operate the controls and stuff. And so... They are preparing for the battle. Did you watch the... I mean, it happens right after the show ends, the the preview for the next... You, like, immediately turn it off, or did you watch it? I immediately turned it off. I could tell it was coming. So you go out of your way not to see it. It's not that you just don't watch them. It's you go out of your way not to see them. I, I'll wait the week and watch the full episode a week from now. I don't need to know everything about it now. I don't okay. want to know anything about it. Well, they kind of lead into what potentially, well, it is what's going to be happening. So it happens really fast. You don't know exactly the details of how it's playing out, but it looks like a chaotic, epic finale. So I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. I mean, this entire season's been fun to watch. So it's definitely not going where I thought it was going to go. Well, um, maybe I'll be right. And maybe they are going to all jump away, or maybe you're going to be right based off of the short and. Somehow they find a way not to, to you know, transport the ship. I don't know. Well, we know that the, the time crystal also has the power to turn back time and relive the same moment over and over and over again. So that even if they all die, there's a chance that they'll all redo it all over again. I hope they don't do the Groundhog Day thing where we have to keep seeing the same thing over and over. I, I can't imagine they would do that. The, I bet it will. Maybe Probably for two one episode. Yeah. But I, I can't imagine the season where they keep going back. I don't know. I hope that's not what they do. Well, that's all I have for this episode. Do you have anything else? Uh, any thoughts or questions? Uh, no, that's pretty much all I have. Okay. Well, then that's going to do it for this episode. If you would, please check out our blog at thegeekfeed.net. Follow us on Instagram, thegeekfeed, all lowercase. And on Twitter at G33K underscore feed. That's the Geek Feed on Twitter. And do you have any comments or topic suggestions? You can feel free to email us at show at thegeekfeed.net or give us a call 213-536-1138. Uh, Till next time, live long and may the force be with you.